And all throughout the service, we've been looking at serving God and the interest of his kingdom pays the unmatchable. Say the unmatchable. The unmatchable. The first service, very powerful, wonderful, impactful. Second service, powerful, impactful. Praise God. Ensure you get the CD. Tell your neighbor, ensure you get the CDs. Stop buying home videos. Praise God. Eh? Part one, part two, part three. Go and buy the part one and the part two of the message. And God will set your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Serving God pays. Tell your neighbor, serving God pays. In the first service, Pastor Kyle said something. He said, where you are today is a function of the service you have rendered yesterday. And where you will be tomorrow is a function of the service you are rendering today. And I cast my mind back. That has been my testimony. Where I am today is not by my might, it's not by my power, no, but by my service. Somebody say service. Service. Those days growing up as a young chap, we are treated like that. We will come very early as early as 5 a.m. We will come, we will arrange, three of us, we will arrange the whole chairs. Clean the whole chairs. Most of the time, only me will come. I will sweep the whole church. I will mop the whole church. Most of the time, only me will cut the whole flowers. Praise the name of Jesus. Sweep the whole environment. All the roads leading to the church that we have had those days. I will gather, get wheelbarrow, get sand, get uh, shovel and bags. Only me, I will arrange the prison. Even today, I'm still doing it. The entrance to this church is me and one of the staff that worked here. The entrance to this church is me. That bad spot there, praise the name of Jesus. It's in the blood. Praise the name of Jesus. Those days, only me, I will go, I will serve the pastor. One, I will go to his house, I will walk and walk and walk. I will dodge, I will go to pastor two house, I will walk and walk and walk. Praise God. Serving that, a time came, I carried my mattress to the church. I told my parents, it is the church I will be staying now, working for the Lord. Today, if you go to my local church, there's a security man that is using that mattress today. As early as five those days, my mom will carry me to church to go and we'll boil hot water, we will pour inside the communion cups, we'll, I will be sleeping, I will be washing the thing. Praise God. Serving God, it really pays. So where I am today is not by my power. A time came, two pastors, when they came, they saw the way I was serving. The other one was going, the other one was going on transfer, and the one was two of them was dragging me. Who to stay? The other one want me to still remain in the office serving as office boy. The other one was moved to Potako. He said, no, by all means, he will carry me. Praise the name of Jesus. Service. And that was how he carried me. And from where he carried me to, that was where I joined ministry. Praise the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, serving God pays. It will pay you in the name of Jesus. Tell yourself, it will pay me in the mighty name of Jesus. It will pay you in the mighty name of Jesus. So please understand you are not serving God for nothing. Tell your neighbor you are not serving God for nothing. Neither are you serving God in vain. You must understand it. You are not just serving God in vain. In the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It said, therefore my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable. Always, tell your neighbor always. Always abounding in the works of the Lord. Not do today, tomorrow, they won't see you. Next tomorrow, you come, the other day, they won't stop. 
always abandoned in the works of the law. Which works? The works of soul winning, the works of praying for the advancement of the kingdom. Serving God in the area where you are gifted. He said, for you, for as much as you know, in case you don't know, know it now. That what? That your labor is not in vain. Tell your neighbor your labor is not in vain. If you don't know it, know it now. He said, be unmovable, be unshakable. Always abound in the world. For you have to understand this basic truth. That your labor in the vineyard is not in vain. Matthew 6, 33. He said, when you seek first the kingdom of, of, uh, kingdom of God and his righteousness, he said, well, all these other things shall be what? Shall be added unto you. All the things, others are struggling and dying. Just by seeking him, just by serving him, everything will be added unto you. In Exodus 23, from verse 23 to verse 25 or 26, he said, you shall serve the Lord thy God. And what happened? He will bless you. He will bless your water. He will take away sickness from you. Nothing shall cast a young among you. And he said, the number of your days, what? He will fulfill. So you must understand this basic truth. You are not just serving God for nothing. You are not serving God in vain. Job 36 verse 11. Job 36 verse 11. He said, if, if they obey and serve him, what will happen? They will spend their days in pleasure. They will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. So, God has not called you to come and suffer serving him. No. He has called you to come and serve him in order for you to be blessed. So, what are we saying this morning? Service is the master key to all round settlements. All round settlement. All round settlement. Service is the master key to all round settlement. Is it fruitfulness? Is it what every day we hear testimony being read and being shared today? 99% of all the testimony shares on this altar rooted in service. So, it is the master key for settlement. It is the master key for settlement. Pastor Biodo speaking in second service, talking about the, 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 the evil boys, all this boy that does uh, his peppers and the uh, boy boy, praise God. After they have served very well, say very well, look. serve well, very well, because there are some that will serve at the end of the day, their services are not acceptable. Praise God. They don't reward those ones. After they have served well for four years, for five years, what happened? At the end of the day, what happened? They said to them, how much more God? Even in the place where you walk, after one month, what happened? They settles you. If a man as wicked, as the Bible says, as wicked as well, if we know how to give good gift to our children, to those that work for us, how much more God? That is why I know that today everyone serving God here in spirit and in truth. 
Today, my God will settle you in the mighty name of Jesus. So understand that God settled all his laborers. If you look at the parable in the book of Matthew chapter 20, from verse 1 to verse 8, he goes around looking for people that were not doing anything. Why are you standing here? I have no job. I have nothing to do. He said, come to my vineyard and do what? And walk. And he settled at the beginning what he was going to give to each and every one of them. And at the end of the day, the Bible says, he settled everyone from the beginning to the end. He gave to everyone a penny. So everyone that is serving God is entitled for settlement. From the beginning to the end, he settled all, he settled everyone. A penny there may, may, may represent your own heart desire. He said, the desires of the righteous, it shall be granted. Your own may not be money. My own may be money. Your own may be children. Another person. Because as our faces are different, that is how our own heart desires are different. So he said to us all, everyone that works, everyone that labors. So everything you are doing in the kingdom of God holds a reward. There is a settlement at the end. I said last Sunday, God is not a user of men. But rather, he's what? He's a rewarder of those that diligently serve him. So when they say come out for outreach, when they say come out for prayer, don't think God is using you. God is not using you. Praise the name of Jesus. Stop seeing serving God as a body. Tell them about stop seeing serving God as a body. Rather see it as a privilege and opportunity for you to be blessed. See it as a privilege. As an opportunity for God to bless you. That's why he said when you serve him, he will bless you. Bless your bread and bless your water. So don't see serving God as a, don't see it as a body. We're in the midst of the, the year revival now. They say, go out for outreach. He said, they don't come again. Corona just finished now. They're not even allowed to rest. Come and win seven, seven souls from where? Praise the name of Jesus. No. Don't see it as a body. If you see it as a body, there is no way you can be rewarded. In the process of your serving God, you might have suffered so many things in the course of your service. Never see it as a body. Never see it as a setback. Many might have stepped on your toes. Don't be bitter. Praise the name of Jesus. They have called you all manner of names. They have mocked you. But the good news I have for you this morning, very surely it shall turn to you for a testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. I say it shall turn to you for a testimony in the name of Jesus. First Peter chapter 5.10 He said, But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory, by Christ Jesus. He said, after you have suffered, your suffering is coming to an end today in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know what manner of name they call you because of your service. I decree in this service, God will give you a change of name in the mighty name of Jesus. It's after you have suffered a while, he will make you perfect, he will establish you, he will strengthen you, and he will do all. And he will say to you, and he will say to you, today God will say to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Last Sunday I shared a testimony of a sister that had been believing God for the fruit of the womb. Going out for outreach every time. 
And every time the people around the environment, they were mocking her. A time came, somebody picked phone and called the senior sister. And said, ah, your sister every day is disturbing here all around the neighborhood with Jesus and Jesus and Jesus. And the sister called her. He said, why are you troubling your neighborhood? If this Jesus, where you they call Jesus, 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 Jesus. If this Jesus, they said to person, why be saying never said to you? And he said, God, not be me, then they talk to. Now you, then they talk to. Praise the name of Jesus. The next operation, he was not able to go. Why? The symptom of pregnancy already was already showing. Praise the name of Jesus. I don't know whatsoever they have mocked you for. Very shortly, those people, they are mocking you. They will be the ones sharing your testimony in the name of Jesus. I said they will be the ones sharing your testimony in the name of Jesus. So don't think God has forgotten you. Oh, these many years, I don't they do this one. No, God has not forgotten you. Praise God. God has a book of record. Tell anybody God has a book of record. He has a book of record. Where he record our services. Why is he recording them? So that he can remember them. And once he remember, he will say to you. Like I said in the first service. Everyone that is working, there is a payday. So everyone that is serving God genuinely in this vineyard, today is your own payday in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, the book of record, every of your investment in this vineyard, today, the book of record will be open for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Mordecai was serving in the palace. He never knew that there was a book of record recording his service. They say, well, as you are serving, there is a book of record. He say, I know you are working in the book of Revelation. But in God does not know what you are doing. He knows all your secret investment. You are waking up in the night. You are praying. You are on personal outreach all the time. He knows. He said, I know that what. And that was how it was recorded. That one time Mordecai was, was able to save the king. There was a coup that was plotted. plotted and he averted it. And one night the king could not sleep. The day that God will favor you, all the people that are in position to, for God to use to favor you, they will not have rest, they will not have peace in the name of Jesus. That same night, peace was taken away from the king. What is happening? What is happening? He said, where is the book of record? And when they opened the book of record, that was how uh, Mordecai was remembered. And he was promoted. Anyone sitting upon your promotion in the place where you are working, my God will approve them in the mighty name of Jesus. There's a Kai Anchor serving God in truth. And the day came, Isaiah was sent to go and tell him, Repair your house because it is time for you to die. And he knelt down and faced the wall and said, God, have you forgotten? Check your book of record. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, don't you have book of record again? Check your book of record. Have you forgotten the way I've served you? In your house, in your vineyard. And God check it. Ah, he says, please, sorry sir. Praise the name of Jesus. He sent Isaiah again. Go back and tell him that 15 more years has been added unto him. Nothing will cut down your days in the mighty name of Jesus. He said to him, why must I be deprived of the residue of my days? Did you not say if I serve you that you will fulfill the numbers of my days? 
I decree concerning someone here, the numbers of your days, you, it will be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. The numbers of your days, you will fulfill in the mighty name of Jesus. In Malachi chapter 3, 16, he said, they that fear the Lord, they speak often one to another, and the Lord hearkened. And what happened? And a book of record was written before them. Today, God will open that book of record in the mighty name of Jesus, and he will say to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, quickly, what to do for you to, for your service to attract quick settlement? What to do for your service and my service to attract quick settlement? There are services that are not accepted. Until your services are accepted, there is no way it can be settled. Number one, your service must be love motivated. Tell somebody love motivated. Are you serving God because you love God? Or you are serving God because you love things? Are you serving God because you love God? Or you are serving God because you love position? Many are just serving for position. Let pastor see me and promote me. Let my unit leader see me and recommend me for the next position. Like we saw in the book of Matthew chapter 20, 20 to 21. The mother was just worshipping. The mother of Zebedee. They were just worshipping, worshipping. But not knowing he was just serving for position. And Jesus asked, what is it that you want me to do? He said, ah. The reason why I'm serving you is for position. I want one of my first son to sit there and the second son to. So others should go to her. Praise the name of Jesus. So don't serve God for things. Serve God because you love God. I said one of the midweek service there. If they open your heart now, or if God used spiritual heart to test your heart, what is your heart reading? So many people, their heart is just panting after things, after things, after things, after things, like that rich fool. God was never in his heart. The things of God was never in his heart. The things of the kingdom was never in his heart. I decree concerning you, that shall not be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. One day in the scripture, some people were pursuing Jesus. Hey, Jesus, 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 Jesus was going to say, he said to them, he said, I know. You are not pursuing me because you love me. You are just chasing after me because of the bread I gave you yesterday in the crusade. That is the reason why you have come again. Praise God. So that is the same thing with so many of us. Don't serve God because you want a child. Don't serve God because you want promotion. No, serve him because you love him genuinely from your heart. After Jesus has dined with Peter. Gave Peter plenty fish and plenty bread to eat. And he asked him. He said, Peter, he said, love me more than this. He said, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, if you truly prove, you show that you love me, go after my soul. He asked him the second time and asked him the third time. The same thing Jesus is asking you and I today. Are we serving him because we love him? Or are we serving him for bread and butter? Instead of you looking for bread every time or falling in love with bread, why don't you fall in love with the baker of the bread? And you will never lack bread all the days of your life. 
First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 3. He said, do I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and my body to be born? And if I am doing all these things without love, what happened? It profited me nothing. So set your heart towards God and towards the key things of the kingdom. Just like David did in the book of First Chronicles chapter 29. Verse 3, he said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my father, I have given this, I have given that. So he was doing it based on love, affection. Serve God because of love, love you have for the, for God and for the things of the kingdom. And the Bible speaking in Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9. It said the eyes of the Lord run to and through. Looking for those whose heart are perfect. Who are in love to do what? To show himself strong and perfect on their behalf. The eyes of God will locate you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two. What to do for your service to attract quick settlement. You must serve God willingly. Somebody say willingly. Willingly. Every time they force you to come to church, they force you to come for prayer, they push you, you must go for outreach. There is no way those kind of service will hold the reward. No! Every day they are begging you, come, 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 come for outreach. I told them, I think the first Sunday of this, and I said, the reason why you see God is blessing them every day in Kenala and Nyafu Nyafu is not because the word we are Papa is preaching is different from the one we are preaching here. It's the same thing. If you hook up to Kedalan now, you will hear this thing I'm preaching now. Praise God. But the difference is that immediately Papa finished. You see, willingly, you see all of them. Praise God. They are rushing after so. Papa preached after so winning. Now, you will see somebody will pack 1,000 flyers. We tell you that he has gone to Igomo, Igomu, he has gone to Yanopaja, he has gone to Oshodi, he has tried to praise the name of Jesus. That is why he is sharing their testimony of settlement tomorrow. He looks very heavy. You are next online for divine settlement in the mighty name of Jesus. Willingly, not the one they push you. In the book of First Corinthians, chapter eight, verse twelve, he said, "For if, if, for if they be forced, a what?" A willing mind, it is what? It is accepted. But if it, your mind is not willing, there is no way that kind of service will be accepted. And if you look at First Corinthians 9 verse 17, it says, for if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. Say willingly. Willingly. So when they say come out for acre, come out willingly. Not be say, if I don't come now, you see now, how will my unit leader feel? If I don't come now, how will pastor, if I pastor will know I am not there? No. Let it be willing. Even offering and tight. If you are not giving them willingly, there is no way to attract reward. Are you hearing me? No matter anywhere you go, don't allow any person to, 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 to push you or force you to give. If you give, I bet you from here to Jerusalem, you will not receive reward. Praise the name of Jesus. It has to be willing. I was traveling one day in bus and somebody... Then during the one time that one plane crashed and all those, many people died. He was just preaching and putting fear in their mind. 
And after he finished preaching, he prayed for them and said, Now you, you give. Should everybody give. Everybody fear. They started giving. They started giving. When he came to my door, he looked at me like this. He removed his face. He looked at me again. He says, God not laying you out to give. I say, No, God did not lay anything. <laughs> you, can't, you can't coerce me to give. Praise God. So everything you are doing in the house of God, it must, be what? it must come from a willing heart. And I know that you have been serving God willingly from your heart here. Therefore, today, you will be settled in the mighty name of Jesus. Finally, number three, serve him joyfully and cheerfully. Do what? You must serve him joyfully and cheerfully. You see some people, they are serving. If you look at their face, self, <laughs> fear will not allow you to greet them. Praise the name of Jesus. No. Nobody forced you to serve. And that is why many of us, we are not receiving blessing. You are doing it, your heart is bitter, you are angry, angry with God, you are angry with pastor, you are angry with your unit, you are angry with everybody, praise God. And you want God to reward you. Until you do it joyfully and cheerfully, it holds no reward. Your service is not accepted. In the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 6, it says, God loves a cheerful giver. He loves a cheerful giver. He loves a cheerful servant. Many of us, we have servants in the house today. If you are made, every time you send him, he squeeze faith. You send him, he squeeze faith. You send him, he squeeze faith. Will you bless him? No. Praise God. But if you have a mate that is every time he's serving you, he's just go and do this thing. Before you know, he just smiling. Go and do this. Praise God. As you are going to market, you are coming back. You remember him to buy him something. The same thing with God. Serve God joyfully and cheerfully. Deuteronomy 28, 47 to 48. He said, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with what? With joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. He said, Therefore shall thou serve thy enemy in hunger. Say, God forbid. In thirst, say, God forbid. In nakedness, say, God forbid. In want of all things. That's why you see some people. Check the ones that are serving God that are not smiling. Everything looks dry around them. Check anyone in the church. They are serving God. No matter if they can be in all the unit. But if they are not joyful, if they are not cheerful, if they are not rejoicing, check them. Everything looks dry around them. No change of story. No change of color. According to Joel chapter 1 verse 12. He said the vine is dried up and the fig tree languishes. The pomegranate tree and the palm tree. Can you see now? Even the thing that's supposed to work is not even working for them. The palm tree, whether rainy season or whether dry season, the palm tree is always fresh. But because they are squeezing their face all the time, they are angry, bitter with pastor, bitter with you need help, bitter with all they want, bitter with everything now is dried. Palm tree that's supposed not to dry. Has already dried up. Nothing will dry around you in the name of Jesus. The apple tree, even all the tree, all the feed, they have, they have withered. Why? Because joy has withered away. Can you see now? Everything, nothing is working. Every time you speak faith. You mistakenly now where they are doing sanctuary, you pour them water. You don't enter trouble with that. Praise God. They must write your name in black book. So, 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 they, so, 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 no. Doing it joyfully and singing. As long as Hannah was bitter serving, God never visited her. But the Bible says one day she put up 
Joy. And the Bible says, with what? With joy shall you draw water out of the well of salvation. Today, my God will say to you in the mighty name of Jesus. So please don't allow anything, don't allow anyone to destroy your joy or service. Satan can use anyone to come and provoke you and to praise God. Some has even left church. Eh? God forbid that I will leave church for somebody. Praise the name of Jesus. You provoke me, you are the one that will leave church, not me. Because God has ordained that here in this church, he will bless me. Many people are the verge of their promotion, are the verge of God to bless them, to say to them, Satan will just move somebody like this to provoke them. Before you know, I don't verse. You know, serve again. Before you know, I don't verse. You come up for church, praise God. You won't miss your blessing in the name of Jesus. No devil will move you out of your place in the mighty name of Jesus. So keep doing it with joy. Even if this is not working like, like it ought to work. Even if God has not settled you yet. Don't give up. Just keep rejoicing and keep celebrating him. Like the book of Habakkuk. As we are rounding up Habakkuk 3 from verse 17 to verse 18. He said, although the fig tree shall not blossom. Neither shall there be fruit in the vineyard. The labor of the only shall fail. Nothing is happening. The meat has failed. The flock is cut off. Nothing in the store. But Habakkuk said what? Yet. Tell your neighbor yet. Yet I will do what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord God of my salvation. And as he's doing that, what happened? God begins to change his level. I see God changing your story today in the mighty name of Jesus. And as a random, don't forget, settlement is stage by stage. Say stage by stage. Stage by stage. If you look at the book of Matthew, it talks about force, the blade, the ear, and the full corn. Matthew chapter, or Mark chapter 4, verse 28. Force, the blade, the ear, and the full corn. Praise God. Corn does not just come out as a mature corn. No. So the same way God will not just say to you everything at once. No. It is beat by beat. So the little he said to you, thank him. That's why we used to say in this commission, when God show you one finger, do what? Celebrate him. As you are serving and you are thanking him, he will show you more. Praise God. Today as you celebrate God, I see God settling you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's rise up on our feet as we return glory to him. Let's appreciate him. Lift up your voice. Give him praise. Father, we thank you. I appreciate him this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because the hour for you to say to me has come. Blessed be thy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Before we pray this morning and partake of the communion, you are here this morning, you have not known Jesus. There is no way he can say to you until you first of all know him, until you first of all receive him. As your Lord and Savior. You are here. You want Jesus to change your story. Put your right hand on your chest and say this prayer. Or maybe you were in Christ before. Something happened. You left him and now you want to return. Like the prodigal son for him to say to you. Put your right hand on your chest. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus. I come before you this morning. Forgive me my sins. Wash me by your blood. I confess you today. As my Lord and my Savior. Thank you dear Lord Jesus. For saving my soul. In Jesus name we pray.